you wanna walk in my shoes, you better pay attention, so go head down low, strap your headphones and listen, when you're not making moves, you're out of mind and out of sight, but when you start making noise, you better get your mind right. Get your mind right, 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 get your mind right. What's going on, everybody? Once again, thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Bars and Beats podcast. Oh man, I gotta say, first and foremost, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the first two episodes and all of the overwhelming love and support that I receive. You know what? I would just to be totally honest with you, the first two episodes, a little backstory, were done all in the same day. So I've been holding myself accountable. If you remember from the first episode, it was just all about getting started and, you know, putting one foot forward and just getting out there and start grinding. So long story short, Coach Gartrell and I actually had talked a week prior about saying, you know what, let's just go ahead and do this podcast thing to try it out. And so I got together with him the Sunday before the Monday release, and it was it was such a uh, a rewarding experience to the point to where I said, you know what, I want to go ahead and do this pilot episode just to get things out, get it started. And what I did is came home, set the equipment back up, and recorded that first episode. So technically, the first two episodes were all done in the same day, within like an hour apart from one another. So that being said, um. I didn't have much of a chance to listen to it, listen back to it, um, just to critique the information, anything. I just put it out kind of blind. And I must say, man, the feedback that I got from the first episode was far beyond what I was expecting. So I can't, I can't, again, I just got to say thank you. And I mean, that support and love has just been so great. And the support, the part, excuse me, that surprised me the most was the fact that the message that I was putting out was very inspirational. Like a lot of people hit me, sent me a text message, called me, said like, Hey, this was, this was very inspiring. And, and a lot of people even told me that it got them sparked to go ahead and get up off their butts and start grinding and get their businesses and everything together. So, you know, once again, from the bottom of my heart, that means a lot. Uh, Coach Gartrell was very, overwhelmed again with the amount of support and the feedback that he received so I, I think this thing is going to be very big for the future bars and beats podcast i have a lot going on just want to let a, let you know a couple cool things before we get started uh i am very close to getting ready to, to open up for a couple more clients for some online consultations and, and personal training um online writing programs um so if you will be in the need for any any of that pretty soon, um, I will put that information up within the next episode or two. Uh, again, go over to my trainer rise profile, check me out, and you know we'll we'll do some work together. I help you get that dream physique that you always wanted, and help you transform that body and hit your goals. You know, uh, I'm a man of my word, and I practice what I preach. So you seen my uh, 250 to 209 post, which I am currently actually at 203. My goal is to hit 200, so I'm almost there. So you know, I, I can I can put you on the same blueprint that I put myself on. So that way, you know, I'm a man of my word, and I'm practicing what I'm preaching again. So again, I just want to spend that time to to thank everybody for that that support to start things off. Um, I have a, a cool topic that I think I want to touch on. And I think a lot of people are going to uh, appreciate and I know people appreciate it because I end up having this almost 
same topic hit me within the same day by two separate in two separate instances. And that's why I say, you know what? I think this might be something cool to talk about for the podcast episode as a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of motivational, not saying that I'm the gatekeeper at all for motivation, but I am a very optimistic person when it comes to hard work and success. So I feel like the things that I try to teach myself mentally, physically, spiritually to move and excel forward. I want to just give that to you guys because it works for me and I want it to work for you as well. Now, before I get into that topic, I want to go ahead and reverse it, put the DJ hat on because this is something that has gotten me extremely excited. I'm going to start off with what's in my headphones today as opposed to saving it to the end. So I don't know. I I stated in the first episode, I am a very big hip hop head. And I have to say, hip hop did us right I guess I'll say two weekends ago. No, it was, yeah, it was a weekend ago. Um, Jeezy dropped the TM104 and Rhapsody dropped Eve. And I must say, if you are a fan of just hip hop in general and you just love good music, man, both of those albums are straight classics. And mind you, I ain't even got a chance to get into the Missy Elliott EP yet. I hadn't even touched that. So that may be on the next upcoming podcast of what's in my headphones but i must say those um let me break it down real quick the the jeezy the tm104 if you are a, a, a jeezy fan going back to young jeezy the the thug motivation 101 it it reminds you of a more sophisticated version of that you know like the just the growth that jeezy has in his lyricism now and he still has that same style and flavor and the beats and the music kind of just puts you in that zone to make you feel like you you just you just cruising down the highway with the windows down you know like you on a mission or something like just i i i, I can't describe it i'm a country boy so i i know all about that um that that southern based lifestyle and that's why i appreciate like true dirty south trap music not the trap music with the five uh, super fast hi-hats like you have now and mumble rapping and everything not to knock it but like that jeezy project kind of really put me back in that that zone of of that good down south classic hip-hop um then the rhapsody wow so First and foremost, I am a sample-based guy, which means I love hearing Ninth Wonder's production. I can listen to his beats all day long, and Rapsy is like the perfect complement to his beats um, and all the other uh, producers within the Jamla squad. I mean, that is just an incredible project. Rapsy, hands down, is one of the best lyricists. Has nothing to even do with her being a female. She is. She can go bar for bar for any guy, any MC. That is out here on the planet. And, and what's cool about that project is she used each title of the song. She used a uh, a black female figure, whether it be fictional like Cleo, which is, for those that don't know, that was Queen Latifah's character in Set It Off. Or, you know, Michelle, which is her paying homage to Michelle Obama, Oprah, Whoopi, Serena, you know, things like that. Oh, man, that was such a genius move. And and I think and I heard in the interview that Eve is actually symbolic for Eve being the first woman in the Bible, Eve, Adam and Eve, that story. And another cool fact is uh, a thing that I love about the album is she got Queen Latifah on there to spit bars. Like, oh, man, like I think we forget that that's 
what birthed Queen Latifah. We see her as an incredible actress that she is now and, you know, film producer and, you know, on Broadway and singer, songwriter that we forget that she is actually one of the sickest MCs that ever touched the microphone. So the fact that I hear the both of them on the song together, that that was, man, that was a lot. So that has been what has been in my headphones for the past uh, week and a half now. I can say both of them passed the gym test. They are on repeat. And for me, this day and age, that has been very hard to do. I am one of those guys where I might listen to an album or something for a second and I'm done with it, ready to throw it away. Um, not necessarily because it didn't good, but because it just didn't have that lasting impact. So props to Jeezy for TM104 and props to Rhapsody for Eve. Thank you. Let's keep that good hip hop coming. All right, now let's get on to the topic of the day. So one thing I want to do, so I was having a conversation with a couple of people, like I said, two different cases, and something really important kind of hit me. Um, Today, you probably see it from the title already. What I'm going to title episode three is called The Enemy Called Perfection. So we always, I feel like we were always taught that, you know, practice makes perfect. Um, you know, in order to be perfect, you got to continue to work hard and do this, this and this. And while there is some truth to it, I think we need to go back and reevaluate what perfection is to us. And the reason why I call it the enemy called perfection is because I feel like I've seen so many people chase being perfect to the point to where it does a couple of things. One, it puts them in a place to where they don't acknowledge the accomplishments that they've made already because it's just not enough. Um, if you want read ever read the subtle art of not giving an f by uh mark manson he actually talks about how we are always in the we need more we want to desire more we think we hit one goal but then next thing you know we hit that goal and it's like nope we want more we want more and that's actually something true i was reflecting on i was like thank how many times have you gotten to a position where you say you know what I want to lose, okay, here's the toss to fitness. I want to lose 20 pounds. You lose 20 pounds, then next thing you know, you don't look like you want to look at 20 pounds, and next thing you know, you want to lose another 15. And then that becomes a cycle. We keep going on and on about trying to have the perfect body that we don't take time to say, like, yo, do you not realize I just lost 20 pounds? I was 20 pounds heavier than what I am now. But you're so stuck on how you want to look to the point where you don't even acknowledge the accomplishments or you get a promotion or you get a job that you think is a dream job. But then next thing you know, you're already thinking about your next move. And that's been something I've been guilty of because career is always very important to me that if I get out of one situation, ever gotten out of one situation from a job standpoint and I get a job, I'm already thinking about like, OK, this is a stepping stone to get to that next thing, because, you know, you may have like a certain dollar amount in mind that you want and or you may have like a certain dream that you're still trying to fulfill. And it's just like it's, it's so it's, we're so obsessed with wanting more to the point that where we are we are chasing a perfect life and a perfect perception of how we want to live our lives. And I think that is something that we need to be careful with because that became become very toxic. So basically what I want to do is break down five criteria of how I think perfection can be dangerous. What I'm going to start with is number one. Perfection can be dangerous if it's halting your progress. So let me explain what I mean by that. Let's take you, let's say for any musician or uh, artist of any sort, let's say they are working on a project and they uh, 
are just so perfect. They're trying to they're trying to make sure everything sonically sounds great. Every word, every pitch, every everything about the album or this even the song. This day and age, you can just upload a song at the drop of a dime. Let's say everything you just you're just trying to make it be perfect to the point where next thing you know, you never end up releasing that project. Now, you may have an awesome body of work, but you're so in your head about what perfection is that you never end up releasing it. I've, I've known people like that. Great, incredible music. And it's like, hey, let's just put it out again. Going back to what I said in episode number one, just get started because you're trying to compare it to what you're hearing on, hearing on the radio and what has like a big record label budget. And next thing you know. You never, because you're always chasing that. But what you end up doing in the process by doing that is you kind of minimize the window that you have to still get people to embrace the work that you've done. So let's say I'm trying to, I'm working on a song right now or something. Let's say I'm working on a book or anything, but I just keep in my getting in my head about how imperfect it is. And I want it to be perfection. I want the sound the best ever. I want everything to be just so polished with it that I never end up putting it out. Well, today's day and age at the rate music, and I'm going to stay on the topic of music since that's something that's near and dear to me, but at the rate of how music is so quickly digested and is disposed at this point, you only have a small window. So if I wait two months, three months, a year, two years too late, then that means by the time I put the, the song out, I can be very well considered old school or my song can be dated. So sometimes it's almost best just to say like, hey, it's good enough. It's good enough. Go ahead, move forward. And what you do is you perfect as you go. You know, you get feedback from people because that's the other thing. We can be working on something that sounds so perfect and polished that when we put it out, people may think it sucks. But see, I never gave myself the opportunity to get feedback from fans and something that's so subjective because I was so in my own head of being perfect. So that's the first way. Um, people just never get started by trying to be perfect. I would say that's somewhat similar, but it's it's a segue. So you have one way where you're halting the progress. Now I want to say number two is some people never get started. Some people just always sit and say, Oh man, when I have this lined up or when this is together, this is together, then I will get started. I'll go back to school when I do this or when I do this and when I do this, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that is. But you know what? Those things may never come to pass. I have a lot of people say, I hear say that when it comes to relationships or having families or something like that. Oh, you know, when we have this paid off, this paid off, this house, this and this, then we'll start having kids. Well, you know what? What happens if something else comes up to halt that progress? You just never get started. So what does that mean? You're, you're never going to have that family that you always wanted. You're never going to pursue that career that you always want. Make sure striving for perfection is an excuse to not get started. The third one is really important. And this is the part I think that is... uh is crucial out of all of them. See, some things, the, the first two, I guess, are more self-inflicted. That's all about just getting started. Um, this is the part that you have to be careful with. Perfection can mentally destroy people and lead to insecurities and other disorders. And, and that part is the part that's, uh, I, I don't think, gets touched on enough. So sometimes we look at, especially this day and age when it comes to social media, um, Everybody always perfect. Uh, you know, we see this a lot in the fitness industry. Everybody is always posting 
the perfect selfies, the the perfect ab shots, the perfect booty shots and all that kind of stuff. Like, and what happens is you have people looking at that and they think that that's what they need to be doing. That's what we need to, I need to strive towards. I need to look like that. If I don't look like that, then I'm not good enough. Again, not even keeping in mind that you were once 20, 30, 40, 50 plus pounds overweight and you just made a huge accomplishment. You are looking at somebody who probably never had any body fat on them all their lives. And this day and age, you have to be careful that that's not a person that's Photoshop that you're looking at. And Coach Gartrell touched on it in last week's episode, but like a celebrity style workout, you may say you want to look at look like a celebrity and see their workout and their regimen, but you may not know that they could be doing some you know, illegal substances behind the scenes to get them to be the, on this point. Um, they have a whole full staff of nutritionists, physical therapists, doctors, anybody at their disposal because they have the money to do it. And a lot of times they're just looking like this for a particular role. So you need to be careful with not looking at other people for what perfection is and you using that as your bar to measure it. That That's not something that you want to do. You don't want to do that and you don't want that to mentally destroy you. And I really mean that part about the mental um, health aspect of, of what perfection is, because I think sometimes that can be a big proponent to the reason why people struggle with certain feelings to about themselves, because they're always looking at this perfect model of who society says is accepted. You know, and I think once we just get past that part, then you'll just be able to, once you have that tunnel vision and get past that part to say like, hey, these are my goals, this is my life, and this is what I'm striving for for myself, all that other stuff will go out the window. Perfection is what you make it for yourself, not what someone says you should be or where you should be. So just keep that in mind. Let's see, the fourth thing, and I guess this is kind of tying into what I just said, Perfection can lead to feelings of failure and make positive outcomes appear to be negative. Uh, A good example I would say to that is, man, I remember going back to junior high school, right? And this is going to sound crazy, but I'm 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 big in education, right? I'm, I'm but the way I see education now is a little bit different from how I saw it. I used to be. All into having all A's, you know, all, uh, you know, a, a B, a B was acceptable. I was okay. I wasn't one of those that was like strictly all A's, but I wanted to be minimal. Man, the first time I ever did something and got a C, I was, I was literally heartbroken. Like I was upset, you know, and looking back on it, I passed though, right? Like I, I passed not, and not to say you, you don't do your best and you don't give it at all. And, and I want to say a disclaimer. None of what I'm saying is an excuse to still not work hard. I am just basically saying how you should look at, perceive the hard work that you put in and the outcomes you should be focused on uh, while trying to seek that quote unquote perfection. But I passed. And if in hindsight, I look at, I was so upset at the grade, but you know what? I never once got asked, what, what grade did you get on that exam? On, in a in a job interview, when you were in the eighth grade, what 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 grade did we, I heard you got a C on on a test in uh eighth, in junior high school? Like, did you? Is that true? No, oh, you can't get this job. 
No, I've never been asked. If you want to be honest with you, I've never even been asked if I made the dean's list or what my GPA was in the actual job interview. Never, never. And what we what happens is we have these bars that we set ourselves. Now, granted, sometimes if you're going into a space where a, like a trade or something like that or like a medical field or engineering and things like that, that may be a little bit different. So you keep that part in mind, whatever you field you go into, but you use that as a measure of where you need to place that bar on yourself and that pressure on yourself. You know, you like if, if you're going into the business world, then you may or may not. I mean, a passing grade may be good enough. I give you a perfect example. Nine times out of 10 for most trainer certifications, they don't tell you how much you pass by. They tell you how much you fail by. So if you pass, you pass. If you fail, you fail. You know what I mean? So. I mean, you, if you fail, excuse me, you know how much you failed by so you can know what you need to improve upon going into the next if you need to retest. But you don't know if you pass by, with flying colors or you if you were just one point above what the passing grade was. Fact of the matter is you just pass, which means it's no different from a person who passed grade wise versus a person who barely passed. You know what I mean? Grade wise, though, though. The true test is how much does a person really care after they get their certification, how hard they're willing to work and continue that education. The on the field work is the the work that matters. The on the job work is the work that matters. Work ethic can't be put into a resume or put into a grade outside of saying I passed or failed. So I, I say that to say, and I can elaborate so much more on that part, but that's something I really say that that's a good example that just hits me of how I used to perceive things. Now, at this point, you do your best, you give it your all, but don't beat yourself up on the actual number or letter of the grade. I guess my next point and, and the final thing that I would say, while someone else is working to be perfect, someone else is working while developing perfection. Let me say that again. Let me slow it down for and speak louder for the people in the back. While someone else is working on being perfect, someone else is working while developing perfection. So that, I guess, would summarize what I think perfection truly is. Perfection isn't something you get, you develop, and then get started. Perfection is something you start out and you develop and learn how to be perfect. Michael Jordan, at the end of his career, became the GOAT, the greatest basketball player of all time, arguably. But when he was getting cut from his high school team, he wasn't saying like, oh, I got to be perfect before I go back and try out. He was like, no, I'm going to use every season to get better and better and better. I mean, just shoot, just go look at Steph Curry's, uh, some of his documentaries and his stories about how he had an ugly jump shot. But he just got better and better and better. And now he's two-time unanimous MVP and what three, three-time, four-time champion. You know, that that's something you have to, you, you can't argue against that part. Like you gotta, you gotta really look at becoming perfect happens while you are in motion and you work to build and be who you become who you are. You don't start out being who you are. You work to end up becoming who you are, who are you are meant to be and destined to be. But it all means you have to start somewhere and you have to just get going. Put one foot forward, get going. But don't be one of those people that just sit and say, like, no, everything has to be perfectly in line. 
everything has to be perfectly in line because otherwise what you're going to do is just halt your progress and then you're going to let, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. You're going to let the hungry person come in and take your spot because they're working. And then next thing you know, they're going to be the MVP and the GOAT because they develop their perfection along the way. So, again, this is just something that that really just hit me. Um, I could talk so much more on this topic, but I just want to touch on those few points. Um, you know, just keep just keep working hard. I mean, I believe there's a lot of good people out there that have a lot of good intangibles that can't be taken away. Dig deep, find your inner voice, your inner self, find what you're passionate about, and then just give it all you got, and then you'll get perfect along the way. I promise. Um, I'm I'm working and, and living that as we speak right now. So, you know, thank you once again for tuning in and, and going back to what I said at the top of the show. Thank you all so much for the love and support. I will keep it coming. I will keep delivering you good content, good positivity, uh, good information about the fitness industry and keep that you know what's in my headphones. Until next time, thank you all for tuning in.